Welcome to We Are Experts, the show where we are experts. My name is Eric McAdams. As always, I'm joined by Tom Lockney and Liam Sr. And this time we've got a special guest. That's Luke. I'm Liam. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of voices. Let's put a name to a voice. Oh, yeah. Woo. Everybody talk at once. Everybody go. Chaos. I'm Liam. No? Hey. I'm Tom. I'm Luke. There. We're going to tell all you know. all about something we know nothing about. Except for Luke. He knows stuff. Yeah. This is a first ever uh, no, a research. Because we had, oh, wait. we had, because we had Maddie on. But that wasn't a full episode. Really. That's true. This is because uh, we've also had Jane for Claire's. Yeah. This is a research symposium episode. This mm. is like uh, <laughs> your your college professor is doing a lecture series, and you, you hear, have to go. You ever hear about those think tanks where they come up with ways to you know, like make weapons or whatever? This is like that, but for Kingdom. Hearts. Yeah, we've we've exactly. already paid Luke's exorbitant speaking fee. And... Two nickels and a shiny thumbtack. Yes. Three people to listen to me talk about Kingdom Hearts is priceless. <laughs> you can't find that anywhere else. No. <laughs> Before we get I started, don't... I think we do need to recap the first game. Because sure. supposedly we know all about it now. We are All of us, it. equal and... experts. Oh, and I believe that that blade falls on my neck. <laughs> all right. It falls on our, on, on our necks. Collectively, as a th- as a three person so. unit, a through unit. <laughs> I if thought you will. I was reading the cliff notes. Was that well? Not don't peel upon? the curtain all the way back. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, well Luke no. has prepared some notes for Tom. Now, some brief context for me. I haven't listened to you guys' recap of the first game, but what did y'all think? Um. <laughs> well, Keys are swords. Keys are swords, <laughs> and they open doors. Keys and, open doors. And um, Hercules. There are other there. worlds than these. Yeah, yes. Hercules is there. Yeah, um, Norded Monsters Inc. No, actually, we never, we Monsters never found Inc. out what Norded is. Game. We never found. Oh, out Oh, we what did. Norded yeah, is. we never found it out what Norded. Means. Okay, that's true. What is Norded? Well, we're gonna find out. Wait, <laughs> wait, did we invent Norded? <laughs> no, no, no. That's we a thing. Have. We we had all we had all heard of that in relation to Kingdom Hearts. I maintain okay. that's a thing. So yeah, there's a boy named Sora, and he holds a key. That's pretty much all I remember. He's friends with yeah, Disney he's characters. fighting guys that that are that are heartless. There's Maleficent. Mickey's there. there. They want to go. No, the evil people want to go to the like weird like final dimension that they think will be full of evil shit, but is actually full of light and pureness, and it defeats them, which kind of make renders every single thing that you've done in the game moot. I've that, been trying that... to remember what the name of the bad guy is. Zephyros. Ansem. 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 Zephyros is in the game, but he is an unlockable final boss that's just like a fun little side thing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, actually, we talked about that. He's <laughs> Mr. Longman with the, you know. All right, so Tom, you want to do the, All right. do the notes? Here. Oh. A brief recap of events so far. You are Sora, an adorable sad boy. Your hair, sharp. Outfit, unreasonable. And you have a paper-thin <laughs> personality. You are the perfect 14-year-old. So far, sounds about right. Well, you know what? Now yes. that I'm reading this, this sounds like you wrote this for yourself to read, and I kind of don't want to steal your thunder. Oh, would you like to I, I think Luke it? should just, we should just Yeah, there's a lot in. of That's personality and heart in there that really <laughs> needs to come forward. I think only you can oh, do that into our listeners' ears. All right. So, yes, you're the perfect 14-year-old. Uh, you are a Keyblade wielder, a warrior of light, charged with protecting the many worlds, a mix of Disney, Final Fantasy, and original canon worlds, from the heartless, the anthropomorphic force of evil with a flair for fashion. You have exactly two friends, your emo friend Riku, who has turned to the darkness when your home world of Destiny Islands is destroyed by the heartless. Uh-huh. He's a real, if any, anyone who watches anime knows that He's evil is my power. He's from Destiny and... Islands. We could never figure out what the Destiny Islands were. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was Aruba. 
The Destiny it's, Islands it's are his your home world. world. Yeah. yeah, it's full of children okay. and no parents. It's, oh, it's it perfect. Makes no sense. It's the Lost all. Boys. Exactly. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, but he's you know he's like your uh, friend who's emo and evil is his power, and also he's hotter than you, and that's your dynamic. He carves like <laughs> MCR lyrics into the beat. You know that friend you have. It's <laughs> like that. Uh, and then you also have your nice friend Kyrie, who you're crushing hard on, uh, and she is kidnapped and lost. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Eh. Uh, we'll find her like within the first level, right? Oh, surely <laughs> not. <laughs> you never see her again. <laughs> uh, quickly, you cross paths with Donald Duck and Goofy, the aides to King yeah. Mickey, and you form a trinity of friendship to reconnect the fallen worlds of the Heartless because you've. For- kind of forgotten about your friends for a second uh <laughs> replace them with these two yeah. animals and you're gonna bring them back to like you kind of given her a much bigger quest than saving two 14 year olds right off the bat yeah, like this duck is it can talk and is not as hot as me making him a much more viable friend <laughs> i yeah. mean but I'll... this dog is much hotter than i am yeah oh, oh my this god is a sexy dog it's real I, I will say playing the games you learn to hate i hate donald duck so <laughs> goddamn much and i love goofy it's an amazing dynamic it forms okay so the heartless led by the buff diva named ansem uses riku maleficent yes the maleficent from the story Mm -hmm. uh and a host of disney villains to kidnap the seven princesses of heart uh, just the seven disney princesses i think now there's like 13 this game was made in 2002 yeah they they decided to let more people into the princess ranks they also just decide that Kyrie is also a princess of heart which isn't i don't think recognized by disney in any sort of way (laughs) she just was not in wreck and ralph breaks the internet that's a little bold being like yeah my fan fiction self insert is also a disney princess i mean is princess leia a disney princess now who knows anyways i mean i don't think disney is even entirely on board with this game it's most Square Enix. We thought you'd make one game once. <laughs> <laughs> no, you make one game seven times over six consoles. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Mickey's dead? Mickey <laughs> is dead. <laughs> He's our... You can't kill Mickey. He's literally the face of our company. Listen, we threw out that rabbit years ago. You're very close to an event that happens in the second game uh, that I don't want to spoil. Alright, well, is okay. it that Mickey dies? <laughs> because I feel like it's close. It's this is a research section. We're not experiencing the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, they kidnap the seven princes of heart. They're going to use them to open Kingdom Hearts, which is the source of all hearts. They're going to play the game in the game? It, I, almost. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Kingdom Hearts takes many physical forms. In this one, it's a door. In the second one, it's a moon. It's really whatever <laughs> you think yeah. the source Makes of all sense. hearts should be. It has yeah. to have two O's in the middle. Yes. Yeah. So oh. it can be a goon. It could be. Uh, it could be a loom. Yep, a lagoon. <laughs> it could be a lagoon, and that's it. I love moon. I love door. <laughs> I think my Kingdom Hearts is a broom. <laughs> okay, now this is. Imp- I don't know if you guys went into this because you didn't mention it in the first game, and it's very disturbing to actually talk about. After discovering this, Sora defeats Riku, who is possessed by Ansem, but finds that Kyrie is in a coma, her heart having been sealed inside his own after leaving the Destiny Islands because love is eternal. Sorry, her heart is inside his heart. Yeah. yeah, her heart is inside his heart. What's weird yes. about Thank that? Thank you. So Just wanted to make coma. sure that that was what I heard. You can't yeah. wake up without your own heart, so how, so how do you solve die, this? Right? So Sora grabs Riku's defeated, basically sword, and kills himself. Oh to oh unlock God. her heart, wakes her up, but it turns him into a heartless. Now, now let's start the second right. game. No, <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> not even. <laughs> oh, damn. Christ. 
Okay, so then he's a heartless. Kairu's waking up, but then like she sees him as a heartless, and she's like, "That one's Sora," and uses her magic to bring mm-hmm. him back. So you know, teen suicide resurrection, all very good for children. Romeo and Juliet. I have a really important question. Yes. Why doesn't she do that all the time to all the heartless? It is not canon. <laughs> it does not stand up in any way, shape, or form. Besides, we needed a Romeo and Juliet type of thing that doesn't quite hold up. All right, I see. But it is crucial for the second game. Oh, Keys or swords, Tom? Keys or swords. Keys or swords. I am glad that my my description of this in the riffing section of the first one as emo edgelord fanfiction is holding up. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You this, nailed it in one, my this friend. Is, yeah. This is a sad boy game through and through, and okay, I loved all right. it. You beat that slop up. Okay, so after that, it's off to the end of the world to have a quick fight with Ansem, who has transformed himself into a massive battleship in space. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Happened to me and my school bully. And we didn't need to linger this long. It makes perfect sense. One big anime fight later, Ansem opens the door to Kingdom Hearts, which he believes is pure darkness, finds out it's light, themes, light destroys him. King Mickey and Riku show up to help seal the door, but, uh, you know, they get sealed behind it. Sora gets sealed on the other side of it. Doors, mm. man. They're a complicated mechanism. Yeah, it's hard to you be know on one side. Because as far as this game's concerned, sometimes they're also the moon. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're also a broom, as Eric for Eric's. Well, Thank don't you. spoil the third game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, they get sailed inside the door and they end up in the realm of darkness. Uh, Kyrie gets sent back to the Destiny Islands, all the worlds having been revived. Uh, and Sora is forced to part ways with her off on a mission to find Riku and King Mickey. And they uh, end up, him, Donald, and Goofy end up on a winding road, their next adventure awaiting them. And that is the simplest this game series will ever be. Oh my god. <laughs> so then it, goes, it, then it goes right into Kingdom Hearts 2, and there's nothing else we need to talk about, right? Here, let me get her. Techni- Wait, no. Before <laughs> the. Okay. So the. the Kingdom Hearts was released, and then Kingdom Hearts uh, Chain of Memories is released in 2004, <laughs> technically to bridge the gap between the two games, uh, but also Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days, the plot of that occurs in between <laughs> these two games, but that comes out in 2009 on the Nintendo DS. Wow. Can Holy I, can I do the whole shit. timeline of all the Kingdom Hearts releases? Can I, I do that? You can, do you want to? You can look it up yourself. Look it up. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, run through them. So there's Kingdom Hearts. Then there's Chain of Memories. Then there's Kingdom Hearts Two. Then Rechain of Memories. Then Coded. Then Three Fifty Eight Over Two Days. Then Birth by Sleep and Recoded. Those are different games. I I think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dream Drop Distance One Point Five Remix. Kingdom Hearts X <laughs> Two Point Five Remix. When the X Men show up. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Unchained X. Oh my god. <laughs> then the 2.8 final chapter prologue. That's what's in your living room. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think we should institute a, a federal law prohibiting all video game franchises from extending beyond like four entries. <laughs> then the You're playing uh, there Battlefield are upcoming, right there now, are upcoming titles are not just Kingdom Hearts 3, but also the Kingdom Hearts VR experience, <gasps> and also there's a mobile game. Yeah, and Battlefield. The mobile game is technically the first, is like chronologically the first one in the series. Yes, too. it sets up the oh. Keyblade Wars, which we will not go into because my god, is no. that too complicated I... for a podcast? Okay, so <laughs> that now... needs to be explained in a visual medium. <laughs> <laughs> I will let Brian, David Gilbert, and Polygon take care of that one. A uh, series of infographics. So, so now we know our main cast of characters. Yes. We got Sora, we got Riku, we got Kairi. Let's start number two with. 
Who's the main character, number two? Sora. Sora. No, no, but, but, but first oh, we but meet... First, first we meet Roxas. Yes. Now, uh, Kingdom Hearts is made by Square Enix, which anyone who knows Square Enix knows they just want to make movies. They yeah. just want to make movies, and they're tired of making video games. <laughs> they had a bum deal in the 80s. They made one Final <laughs> Fantasy game, and people freaked the fuck out. Yeah, that's true. They did. I mean, they dumped Hitman, and but they kept the quiet man. Yeah. They just wow. want to make movies. Just and most of the Final Fantasy stuff now is just live action. It's like these weird CGI movies where Alec Baldwin voices someone with a oh gun sword. God, but right. at the beginning and, of Kingdom Hearts, they do always do well, like, absolutely cutting-edge graphics-wise for 2006 uh, cutscene with uh, very little uh, context, all dream logic, and uh, accompanied by the incomparable... Ooh, oh, man, I always hope I say her name right. Utada uh, Hakura. I didn't say that right. Just fucking cut that. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, an amazing artist. I love her to death. And I'll put a, a clip of her saying her own name in it. Wonderful. <laughs> Where is she from? She's from Japan. Is can I see the spelling? Uh, yeah. Spell it out loud. U T A D A, and then H I K A R U. Utada Hikaru. Yes. There we go. We did it. We did it. Oh, excellent. It's a it's a mostly phonetic language. It's not too hard to pronounce. But I am dyslexic and can't even do English. Well, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it opens with a beautiful 2006 montage, quickly recapping the events of Kingdom Hearts 1, as uh, well as introducing shit that you just don't know what you're looking at. Uh, <laughs> these come from games that are released on the Game Boy Advance and games that have not come out yet. Oh my lord. One of it is just uh, Avengers 5. Like, this stuff happens <laughs> some clips of Avengers 5. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's the Moonlighting reboot with Bruce Willis. Yeah, Tony Hawk is ki- kissing Tony Hawk Iron, Iron, Tony Iron Man, Hawk. and you have no clue how it happened. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, what? <laughs> uh, but in this, you see Sora fighting black robe figures in a white castle, uh, passing out upon seeing a blonde woman who sings a song at him. <laughs> This is all context given to children. Who, who, <laughs> children love, uh, like, throwaway gags. So. <laughs> they love being introduced to new stimuli. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, they like the finger people who, like, eat Spider-Man or whatever on YouTube. Yeah. What? <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll talk, yeah, we don't have enough time to get into that, but, like, it is a whole weird subgenre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you two are incredibly confused. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. You. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, but so, yeah, Sora crashes through the sea as he always does at the beginning of these games. But And who do you see under the surface besides Roxas, a spiky-haired trickster with a heart of gold? He is not... You do not know this man. He's a new man. <laughs> but you are going to play this man. But you are going to play as this man. Just like in the first game, Roxas lands in the dive into the heart. That's the series of stained glass windows that mm. you walk on under the ocean. That sometimes show oh. you Disney princesses. Yes, but in this now depict uh, lore from the first game. Oh boy. So everything is... By the way, I have to say, important, this all happened before Inception. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This game was not biting off of the boxes inside of boxes gift everyone is now. This was was just biting off of Disney characters all at once. Exactly. (laughs) It was stealing from a different source. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you land down there, and the game begins. After this dream sequence of fighting silver slinky monsters, Roxas awakens in his bed in Twilight Town. Here it is the last mm-hmm. week of summer vacation, and Roxas... <laughs> oh, the- boy! <laughs> gotta make a count! G- gotta, gotta ride my skateboard while oh, Pops on plays! Oh, he shit! He does ride a skateboard yeah. along. I well, hope I don't get norded <laughs> before I get the chance to ask Susan to the dance. <laughs> 
him and his gang of um, the summer dance. Yeah. Like, who's, who's establishing the dance? The back to school dance, everybody, kids. Hey, get yeah. your pe- get your pencils. Okay. Rulers and shit here. Protractors. Yeah, the principal's there. He's tan. <laughs> I get it. It's scary. Where I? Yeah. Uh, and Roxas and his gang wants to make the most of the last summer vacation, but something isn't quite right in the town that we've never heard of before, <laughs> ha- inhabited by people who were not in the first game. Surprisingly. <laughs> Roxas is flooded with lo-fi memories of a strange boy named Sora. These do come in with, like, VHS cutting graphics. (laughs) Phil Elverum records the story. As if you're trying to record over something else. Uh, There's your your second grade recital on it. Whoever's playing it, it's your second grade recital. (laughs) Uh, and these revolve the first game of a boy named Sora, who you don't know. Silver slinky monsters from Roxas' dreams come to fight him in real life. A red-haired man named uh, Axel, who is just pure cool and metal. Mm-hmm. Just the coolest man. Uh, His show- name is Axel, which and which has only been named <laughs> by the coolest the people. coolest guys. Axel Rose. Axel Foley. Axel Rod. Already, just Done. the coolest guys. His main power is just fire, and he has two sharp circles that he carries around. So he's yeah. just the coolest man. His his motto in the game that he says, I would say a hundred times is, got it memorized. I sometimes, do got it memorized, Sometimes Axel. about things that you don't need to remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a keyblade appears in Roxas's hands uh, to fight, and upon investigating a strange mansion on the edge of town, he discovers that his entire town has has been a simulation inside the real, completely identical Twilight Town. All four years before Inception. <laughs> to what Eat end? your dick, Christopher <laughs> well, Nolan. It was after The Matrix, though. Let's not get it was after The point. Matrix. Yeah. Well, The Matrix is a prequel to Inception, because you can see Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the back of The Matrix <laughs> going, Boy, howdy, I'm going to be in Inception soon! <laughs> Uh, but upon exiting the simulation, Roxas meets a man named Diz. That is capital D, lowercase i, capital Z. Good. Uh, who, right. I'm not sure exactly when he meets does him. Does he have a friend time. named Nee? <laughs> he sure does. But he meets this man. And his old Uncle Walt. <laughs> Uh, he's covered in red gauze. He's saying cryptic shit to uh, Roxas that you do not need to remember. Uh, he talks to but a Axel, black though, he disagrees. All you need to know is this man will come back later, and he will be just as confused. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Was... I love Dumbledore. He's so good. <laughs> so great man. that Dumbledore gets to be in this game, too. Roxas he upon... was so good in Princess and the Frog. <laughs> so good in Princess Bride. And he was so gay, but not in those movies. No, but he not was. in the movies. But he but was. was. But, but he was. Look, off you can't can't kiss a man in the movie, Martha! <laughs> Roxas explores the mansion to find Donald and Goofy in cryo sleep pods. <laughs> what? <laughs> This is a que- this is an important question because I was under the impression that that it was like I knew that there was like flight ship, but like I assumed it was rough. like magic and stuff. No, how how much ships. technology exists in this world? There are spaceships. Well, I think oh, it's all really advanced above. technology. I think there's plenty of magic. I think there's also sci-fi shit. Yeah. Okay, I see. Tron, John. We haven't even gotten to where you go into Tron's world yet to say yeah, how we advanced to, the technology is. We're already 20 minutes deep in this literally? episode. We have got to keep moving, guys. I yeah. you just said we were going into John Tron's world, and I was no, like, no, <laughs> that's a bad one. We're just living in it. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, upon finding Donald and Goofy, Aroxas begins to remember who he really is. But by the time he does, he finds Sora in his sleep pod and says one of the saddest lines, sadly saying while he looks at Sora. For I, shale, baby, she's so <laughs> 
<laughs> he says, I guess my summer vacation is over. And then he dies. <laughs> what? And then he dies. <laughs> he dies so that Sora can wake up. I see. This is a game for kids. This is the first two hours of the game. <laughs> Wait, All sorry. T- was it Roxas or Riku? Who was it who just died? Roxas. Roxas, thank you. Uh, everyone with an X in their name has a very specific thing about them. <laughs> Uh, this is the first two hours of the game. All tutorial, no context. It gets you to care about new characters in the world, then it rips it all away from you. This is the perfect metaphor for childhood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and with the demise of Roxas, Sora, Donald, and uh, Goofy awaken from their year of sleep as just Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> who in the first games you might remember was your like like a device Jones in video friend. games when you like have a journal that catalogs what you do and he's like well why don't I just check what happened in the last game <laughs> as characters of video games do it's all been erased just and the only phrase left in it is thank nomine oh boy clean slate what? good philosophy for the game to start on just have fun stop thinking about stuff <laughs> nomine will come back later <laughs> don't think about the first game we just did, we just gave you a world full of blue popsicles <laughs> I mean it's good to forget about the ghost game because most of the second game is redoing the first game makes sense to me cool. Le- leaving the mansion you're intercepted by axel who tells sora who he keeps calling roxas to come back with him sora doesn't understand this because sora does not understand a single plot point in the game he's so confused <laughs> he's so dumb and young and just trying to have some fun yeah he's an audience surrogate we get it <laughs> and then uh king mickey comes to bail them out and then takes them out of twilight town to a mysterious tower where you meet yen sid that's right yen sid He's in this game. Who? Yen Sid. For up from? I don't know what he's from. He's just but here. He's like a Disney wizard from the old times. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh. Yeah, that he, big blue guy with the beard. Yeah, yeah, he's considered in this game to be like one of the top master of masters in the entire he's universe. He's the sorcerer from the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, I got it. I understand. Yeah. I did it. I just I, the big that blue out. guy he, got it for he me. It's our boys. But first, we are introduced to Pete. You guys know Pete, Do, Mickey's rival. Sometimes he's the number two under Maleficent, and one I of like the main. Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually do. Ooh, that's cool. Uh, he controls Heartless, and he, they're all doing the same shit. You beat him very easily because Pete sucks suck shit through a straw. <laughs> he is hilariously bad this old game. Easily beaten at every turn. A useless oaf of a man. Uh, he is only there. This to... goes on for four pages. Absolutely, it's mostly just me dissing <laughs> Pete. Uh, you hated Goof Troop. Uh, he's mainly there to revamp the fact that it's going to be a lot of Disney villains you're fighting again, and he needs a new face for it. I love him dearly. He's such a goof. Uh, oh, the very... He's voiced by Jim Cummings in the in the um, in this shorts. for sure. Oh, nice. Probably that too. Yeah, he's voiced, he, Jim Cummings is voicing Pete since like the nineties. Mm-hmm. He's the same guy who voices like Tigger and Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. The Pooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you, you also meet the fairy godmothers from Cinderella who make you sick new clothes because you outgrew yours in a coma. Like you look real silly for just wait, like multiple fairy godmothers. All three of them. That's from oh wait, Sleeping no. Beauty. Oh, I'm sorry, Sleeping Beauty. The fairies from Sleeping Beauty, they make you sick new threads. Their names are Roz, Daphne, and Fraser. <laughs> uh, yeah, they level... Out of curiosity, out of curiosity, Luke, how far are we in your synopsis? <laughs> Let's see. Page uh, The end of page three. Yeah. How many pages is it? Eight. Eight. <laughs> That's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, I could start moving quick. Th- I could start skipping over some stuff. That's what I do immediately. Listen, ladies. Luke, one of the points of this show is that it's the world's only short comedy podcast. We've got a reputation to have all. Mm. <laughs> we are... 
<laughs> I wasn't expecting this to go over like I don't know forty minutes. This but, is the you know, research symposium go. episode. You, like, you, you wrap in everybody. You asked to hear the plot synopsis of Kingdom. Yeah, Christ. we sure did. I didn't that you prepared to sit for like an hour and a half. I haven't eaten today. <laughs> You're an idiot. Then me neither. I'm I wanted fasting. to come in with just a hot energy. Yeah. <laughs> The energy I usually come in when anyone says Kingdom Hearts, and I go, you want to talk about Kingdom Hearts? Oh, God, it's so good. My mouth is starting to taste like pennies. Okay. <laughs> Let's all get dehydrated. <laughs> For Sora. Anyway, Yen Sid, he introduces you to the big emotional and like kind of uh, d- gameplay theme of this, which is the nobodies. Uh, those are those silver slinky beasts you thought or you fought with rocks. Sure, sure. There was the heartless. Now there's the nobodies. This tracks. Okay, so when a person, like any being of regular person, becomes a heartless, they create a nobody. A nobody what? are those without heart, husks, no soul, longing to be. It is very tough to be 15 years old, and I love these guys. <laughs> I, I believe that that is what being Norded is. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what it is to be Norded. Really? Yes. Oh. Uh, let's hold off. I, I, <laughs> I want confirmation. I'm going to Google that at the end of this, just regardless yeah. of what else happens. Uh, but yeah, so you, you're introduced to these bad guys. They all serve a powerful group of black coat-wearing nobodies called Organization 13. They all look like people, but they do not have hearts. They're stirring up a ruckus, and their whole goal is so that they can get a heart and become a real person. <laughs> they just go to the wizard. That seems... The wizard wait, how does... Wait, why, why are they, like, distinct from the heartless, then? Because they don't, like, serve darkness. They serve them... In the way that, like, darkness is evil, these people would be, like, chaotic and neutral. I gotcha. see, yeah. They're, it, they're just self-interested. I gotcha. They seem like I have a sympathetic motivation. If I did not have a heart and was a weird slinky thing, I think I would be like, I would like my I would like my penis back on my body, please. And I just want some courage. Well, they're not slinky things. They all look like people. I Because see. they're, like, very powerful. Okay, yeah. Are they clones? They are, well, you kind of, like, if you're a powerful enough person who gets turned into a heartless, in the way in the first game, like, big heartless look weird, big nobodies look specific. So, like, big and powerful people would get turned into heartless, also get turned into nobodies that kind of look like the original person. So they, they are, like, duplicates, then. They're, yeah. like, you get, you, you get turned into a heartless and you, there are two of you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Eric, I don't understand why you're like have such a be in your mod about this. This all tracks. I just, I just don't understand. I just wanted to understand. Now, like, <laughs> now you're just fighting an enemy with more of a gray area morally. Makes sense. Mm. Uh, and now, four hours in, let the real game and the tutorial finally end. <laughs> <laughs> Brief intermission. There's an intermission. Uh, you can go get snacks. Are you, fucking, are you? Are you fucking? Are you pulling my leg right now? Well, brief intermission because look, here's the thing. In the official game plot can be told almost entirely with that discussion of the game this has anything to do with Disney characters. (laughs) And you go into those worlds, details happen in them, but they're not really tethered to the Disney characters. They're more like just set pieces to go through. I kind of got that sense from the first one, actually. I got that sense there, too. Yeah, it's more to just be like, go make friends and like have different fun worlds and different outfits to try on. Yeah, Uh, sure. And because it just hit you guys with a fat brick of exposition, I wanted to give you a little fun to say some of the things that you do in the Disney worlds that aren't relevant to the plot. Let's hear it. Yeah, just give us the hits. Yeah, Mulan. You go to the Mon- Mulan world, you find the snow mountain. It's real fun. Thank you. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. I love that candlestick guy. He's a bachelor. Uh, the Little Mermaid. This time it's all a musical. Super easy. No fighting, just quick time events and everyone's singing. Goofy is a turtle. And Donald is a squid. Uh, it's wonderful. The Timeless River. You go back to the 1920s animation, black and white. You fight Mickey and old Pete. Very fun. You find my steamboat. Cuphead. Ah, fun. Uh, 
Uh, you go back to Halloween Town and Christmas Town. Uh, it's spooky and festive. I'm pretty sure Jack and Sally are dating in this world, which they aren't canonically in the films. Because they're, uh, you know, not real. No. <laughs> well, I guess. In my heart. In my heart, they are still not real. Uh, Port Royal. You go back to the infinitely frustrating Pirates of the Caribbean world, which no one wants and no one asked for. <laughs> the animation is unnerving, and it takes hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Pride Lands. You uh, become a little lion who swings a sword in his mouth to fight. To- Goofy is again a turtle. <laughs> the purest of joy. Hundred Acre Woods. Okay, this is the best one. Winnie the Pooh is in the original game, but in this one, uh, you like find his magical book he lives in again, but all the pages have been torn out, so you go up to him and you're like, hey, Pooh, what's up? It's me, your friend Sora. And he goes, I don't know you. Oh, no. uh, and it's devastating. Oh, wow. You spend the whole game looking for the lost pages to rebuild this world and relationship until finally once you get them all as you both look at the moon Pooh says he could never forget a friend like you and you cry because wow. you work so hard to get this dumb pantsless guy back on your team wow that's like the For end of uh, Ashton Kutcher vehicle the butterfly effect <laughs> or B2 <laughs> uh, but that's that's all, that's all the Disney stuff I wanted to go through cool uh, and that was a whole page that you just burned I'm real happy about that yeah yeah, that uh, was good. Now, back to the meat of it. No, uh, yeah, more veggies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're back. You're, you're saving the Disney worlds. You're doing your thing. Along the way, you learn Kyrie's been kidnapped and fucking can. Oh, my God. <laughs> she has got to stop going I, to I, places I, and covering her eyes and walking around in public. The, the way she gets kidnapped in this is she's back on the Disney island. She's looking out, and then she sees Pluto the dog running on the beach. It runs into a black void, and she follows <laughs> it. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta find all the video game. We gotta find all the people who write video games, and we gotta throw them all out. Yeah, they gotta throw them off one the bridge. Trick, and it's woman gone. I think that they just can't afford her voice actor or oh something because they minimize her screen time so hard. Uh, but yeah, so you gotta go rescue her. You go back on your. Uh, there's a place called Hollow Bastion, which you guys don't want to learn about. I go Hollow Bastion. Okay. It's from Final Fantasy. It's where all the Final Fantasy characters hang Cloud's out. Clouds there. I don't care about the Final Fantasy characters in this game. Yeah, we're also we're eventually gonna do a Final Fantasy episode here. Yeah, yeah. The, it's it's unimportant. It's a big castle, uh, and you discover hidden rooms beneath the castle where, where things get extremely complex very quickly. This is this is really where things are gonna start hitting the the the, the word. Uh-oh. Play fan. The uh oh meter. But first, you get trapped inside a computer of Ansem the Wise. It's Tron's world. <laughs> Relish in the sweet fact that you get to see Tron next to Donald Duck. <laughs> Ducks can't go into computers and no god would allow it. <laughs> uh, then you also learn some crucial information in the computer, which Mickey shows up to explain to you because there's no way our boys are putting this together themselves. <laughs> Ansem is not Ansem. What? But you said he was Ansem. In the first game, you fight Ansem. He is the main villain named Ansem. He turns into a spaceship called the Ansem Spaceship. He goes by Ansem. He tells you, hello, I am Ansem. And you accept this like a fucking idiot. (laughs) You fucking fool. Ansem the Wise is Ansem. He was a scientist who had an apprentice named Xehanort. (laughs) This apprentice... Nort! (laughs) That's got...
gotta be it. There's no way it's not. You sound like the angriest cheer patron just going, They no are Nort? Are you joking? There's no way that is not connected it's to like, Nort. Yeah, it's like you just found the god particle, Eric. <laughs> You're like a guy who's been staring at a word search I, for I said in the first fucking episode of this, who is the, the big villain of Kingdom Hearts? It's Nort. And I was right. <laughs> it is. It's Zayn Nort. You got it, man. This is, well, technically, Zayn Nort isn't the apprentice who turned evil. He's a much older man who goes back in time but we do not have to go into that oh, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me uh this is <laughs> for what reason to no, extend no, no. into the prequels well, it's, it's, yeah you have to oh, you have to play kingdom you, hearts dead Tom. by dawn the third ranks <laughs> <laughs> it's a sub game it's awful so, so ansem the wise's apprentice was named xehanort he turned evil and became of heartless and that heartless stole ansem's name Good news is, you killed that guy. Oh, thank God. He's done. Bad news is, when he became a Heartless, he also created a nobody named Xemnas. Oh, Xemnas. Sorry, what, run the name by me Zemnis? again. Xemnas? X-E-M-N-A-S. Xemnas. Damn. Okay. I gotta say, I think that's my second what? favorite video game storytelling trope behind uh, a grabbed woman is... Um, Oh, the whole time there was another evil guy that we just made up in the last like couple hours of the game. There yeah. are so many. But he's been there the whole time. We promise. Evil guys in this series. Yeah, behind, oh you God. know what's behind an evil guy is someone begging him. <laughs> no, it's Nort. <laughs> Sorry, someone uh, Norton him. Okay, but Zem- yeah. Zemnis, the the nobody of Xehanort, whose heartless went by Ansem, uh, is now the leader of Organization Thirteen, the bad guy nobodies. Uh, so he's the main bad guy in the game. So it's good. You know that information. Time to walk outside, right? Right. Uh, bad, badder news. Uh, the castle is under attack by an army of Heartless, and you have to go do battle with them when the unthinkable happens. What? Goofy is murdered. Yes. <laughs> an explosion sends a rock shooting for Sora's head, and Goofy pushes him out of the way just in time, taking the hit on the head for him, and falls to the ground. So he gets, like, a fucking bullet in the skull, basically. You shake him, but he won't wake up. Oh, Donald God. starts crying. And then everyone goes bananas. <laughs> uh, absolutely full sicko <laughs> Uh, everyone shows up to honor Goofy. You fight with a guy with a gun blade. Mickey has a golden, tea in, a golden key in colorful spandex. <laughs> There's a point where the game puts, a, uh, puts up a giant counter in the corner and you, drops you in a big field and says, I get it, you're mad, I killed Goofy, I killed the goof, blow off some steam and kill 1,000 enemies. That's right, 1,000 enemies in a row. That's how you work through things as a teenage boy. <laughs> uh, this really is a video game about video games. Yeah, wow. You kill 1,000 enemies because you're mad that Goofy was <laughs> That's does so Goofy good. does Goofy have like a serious like character arc or development or is does he just no. go like cut cut garsh for yeah, like, forty yeah. hours and then he gets hit in the head yeah. right uh, so you do that you kill a thousand enemies you're how pissed. long does it take to murder a thousand people in this game uh, in the big well, field that you're in, you get some special powers during this time to kill people super quick because you're super mad about the Goof being dead. Uh, it uh-huh. takes like maybe uh, it's under five minutes. I bet everybody okay, praised cool. it for breaking up the pacing. Just a quick like pre-breakfast jog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gotta run before I have my dates. But yeah, so <laughs> you're pissed. You kill a thousand people. Then Zen disappears, and what does that guy say? Oh, he's loving this because every time Sora kills a heartless, he releases their heart, which Zemnis then collects, and every collected heart brings him closer to unlocking Kingdom Hearts, which the organization will use to finally get their hearts and become full. I thought we already went to Kingdom Hearts in the first game. This, we did, we but it did, was not First enough. of all, it's, second of all, if how has he been collecting them? Where has he been? They just go up into the sky, and he just like gets and he's them like, in a big net. 
Like, you got so a big no one, net. Yeah, so no one else thought to bring up, like, a bug net? There's only one big net in the world. <laughs> okay. He's All sort right, of, like, he metaphorically collect. It's more, like, more symbolic. I really like this moment because it was the first time in a video game where someone came along and said, hey, you know how you really like killing people in video games? It's not good. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> My actions have consequences. Yeah, killing a thousand people in a blind rage doesn't seem so cool. Now does it? We did just I'm make you do it. I'm going to live my life yeah. morally from here on out. Uh, and so Silver can't kill. So what's he good for? Nothing. So he <laughs> runs away. <laughs> Uh, but luckily, Goofy is still alive. He walks out of the hills and says, I have a thick skull from being a golden dumbass my whole life. <laughs> this was no big deal. <laughs> oh, my God. And even though it, 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 it's an absolute cop-out and no real save by the light type of thing, you're just happy that Goofy isn't dead and you're stuck with fucking Donald for the rest <laughs> of the game. <laughs> uh, so Sora goes back to Twilight Town, the real Twilight Town. But then he goes into the simulated version of Twilight Town, still looking for Kyrie. So now he's back inside the computer from the beginning. And somehow, <sighs> in the computer he is able to enter the realm of darkness Ooh, okay uh, <laughs> I, I i think i've realized it is that kingdom hearts isn't confusing it's just stupid yeah <laughs> i think that's what i think that's the thesis of this symposium yeah yeah, so you're in the realm of darkness, you're going to go to the organization and pop off, uh, but you're ambushed by an army of nobodies. Almost defeated, you are barely saved by Axel, who's been coming to you at times during the game to be like, hey, your name's Roxas, and Sora's like, I don't get it! <laughs> Please stop <laughs> calling me that! And so uh, Axel fucks shit up so hard that he kills everything, but also dies in the process. All right, self sacrifice is Good so job, big in the, in, in the Kingdom Hearts games; it's uh, it's disturbing. Uh, as he's fading away, Sora asks why he helped him. Axel said he did it for Roxas, who used to be his best friend in the organization, but then he had his memories ripe. Magic was the real no, wait, friendship was the real magic all along. Yes, okay. great. Tom, Tom died. <laughs> Tom just wants to leave. Man. You, yeah, he's done. You arrive at Organization 13's HQ, the world that never was. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just that there are so many video games exactly like this. <laughs> and they're all great. There's no video game like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, do those video games have fucking I'm... James Woods voicing Hades? No, they don't. Do they have not Danny DeVito as his character from Hercules? Oh, man, are you kidding me? They couldn't me? get the DeVito. They couldn't no, get they Danny. Couldn't get it's very clearly that they can you have to, get him, too. You have to catch Danny DeVito, and he's very spry. Mm-hmm. Covered in oil. <laughs> he's always covered in oil. Uh, but So you arrive to the world that never was. A soulless city and castle so melancholy it makes NYC feel like the 70s San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moon in the sky shaped like a giant heart. Is it a big pizza pie? That's amore. No, it's a heart. It's a heart. And, and there's a castle. So you might say it's almost like it's Kingdom Hearts. You could, but if a moon hits my eye like a big pizza pie, that's Kingdom Hearts. So you infiltrate the castle, defeat all the remaining 13 organizations, or like 12 organization members, and finally you find Kyrie, uh, who is also wielding a Keyblade now, but that's a story for the prequels to tell. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, she is being escorted by wow. a man in a black robe who reveals himself to be none other than the never met before Ansem. It's Ansem. It's Ansem. Oh. Handsome dad Ansem. But wait, no, it's not Ansem. Oh, uh, you lying fuck. Uh, well, technically, you fuck this. It, fuck everything. <laughs> it's not Ansem. Technically, it looks like Xehanort's Heartless, but it's also not him. Who is it? It is... Pete. <laughs> Gurgi. For context, 
It's not Ansem. It's Xehanort's Heartless, who called himself Ansem, the guy you beat in the last game, who possessed Riku. It's that Ansem. But guess what, buddy? It's also not that Ansem. You've been fooled twice. It's Riku! <laughs> who just happens to look like Ansem because right. he's accepted darkness into his heart to use the power of it to help his friends out. He thinks he's nothing without the darkness mm -hmm. and can't let go of it. But, you know, such an artist. Mm. Uh, Sora and Kairi teach him to believe in himself, and he reverts back to looking normal Rico, who is more emo and hotter than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, yeah. the rippling bod I need. He's got a, a jacket on that's unzipped from the bottom up so you can see his abs. <laughs> uh, very fun, very good. Uh, Sora is also, by the way, way more happy to see Riku than Kairi. Like, he's like very like shy around her and is like, oh, look, the girl I'm crushing on, she's here again. But then he sees Riku and he falls to his knees and starts bawling and holds his hand and says, I looked everywhere for you! <laughs> oh my god. And it is hilarious. Uh, and then another big reveal. You go along in the castle and you catch up with Diz. Remember when I mentioned Diz? Mm -hmm. uh, no. He's been bounding around the castle with Mickey and a big laser <laughs> that he invented. He takes off... <laughs> takes off his bandages and boom who is it the it's one handsome. the only it's Ansem it's Ansem it's Ansem yeah. the wise for it's real this time I mean, Ansem. for real this time it's Ansem who was on a blind quest for vengeance against his apprentice uh, who betrayed him and ended up mucking yeah. things up for everyone including, Ro including Roxas who he technically killed uh <laughs> Uh, this all makes sense in tracks. And to make things right, he shoots the heart-shaped moon in the sky with his giant laser, blowing it up, but also killing himself. Again, a man kills himself. Mm -hmm. uh, Self-sacrifice is a very important theme for children. Yeah. Uh, Xemnas is then so pissed... <laughs> Because his moon got blown up. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sora and his troop of supporting cast do battle with him, ultimately defeating him. Ah, but who uh, who else do we find in the castle in this victory except Namine? Me. Oh. <laughs> who we meet many earlier. She's oh, the queen. True. She's looking after the castle. <laughs> she's doing shit. Yeah, she's around. <laughs> Uh, Passing laws. But you meet Namine, the blonde woman from the opening scene of the game and barely any other part of the game. Uh, and around this time, it finally clicks for Sora, who is almost always in the dark, that Roxas was Sora's nobody created when Sora stabbed himself in the first game to unlock Kairi's heart. And in doing that, Kairi also created a nobody, Namine. Oh. So Roxas is Sora and Namine is Kairi. I get it now. They both... Roxas and uh, Namine both fade respectively into uh, Sora and Kairi and feel very happy having found each other in a different life. Love is eternal and very confusing. <laughs> uh, and now that they're both back inside of each other, uh, you know, before disappearing forever, Namine opens a portal home, which everyone walks through, except Sora and Riku, as the portal closes right as they're about to walk in. Because guess what? Video game classic Xemnas is still alive. <laughs> uh, Sora and Riku get to go inside the broken moon to finish the fight. This fight includes Inception-style city-breaking, a dead king attached to a throne, flying through cyberspace, an endless white void, lightsabers, <laughs> and the power of friendship. Everything I want. In the end end, Sora and Riku <laughs> defeat Xemnas for a final time. <laughs> this is like Return of the King. But find themselves trapped in the realm of darkness once the battle ends. At the, oh no. At the dark margin, a black beach before an endless sea, they find a bottle wash up on shore. It's from Kairi, who opens the door to the light and the boys wash back up on the shores of Destiny Island. Finally, they're home, and finally, it's over. Unless you beat the game on hard mode and 2.8 final remix, <laughs> in which case you would unlock the secret ending, where you, uh, everyone together is watching the sunset. They receive a note from King Mickey beckoning them on a new adventure. 
uh, one called Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep <laughs> or Dream Drop Distance. I forget which one was technically next. Uh, this is my favorite game. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 drops at the end of January. And it's going to uh, continue right where this one left off. Ah, uh, wow. <laughs> I, well, I should say very specifically... I feel what I feel, obviously. Don't want to take the enjoyment away from anyone else. This seems like a totally fine thing to like. I feel what I feel, though. And I'm going to what do you feel it. about it? It sounds dumb. <sighs> I feel... I feel... I feel sweaty. I feel a little lightheaded. I, I, can't, I can't tell if I'm, like, smelling myself or if I'm just really hungry right now. <laughs> Probably a little column A. A little yeah. column B. Oh, boy. Can I just tell a brief story? Yes. yes. So one time I played a game called Tales of Vesperia on the xbox 360 it's a jrpg of the tales franchise Mm -hmm. there are all these tales of somewhere um and it featured a narrative that was very similar to this no no disney characters obviously but you know there's a band there's a band of friends you're you're fighting a bad guy there's a bunch of plot twists that ultimately mean nothing and there was a point where i was getting impatient for it to be over and i thought it was building up to the final boss and so I did this big fight. It took a while. I beat it. And then there was a twist, and it turned out that there was, like, a whole another section coming up. And I never played it again. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. That'll happen. Well, Luke, and that's, oh. what I'd, that's all I'd like to say. Can we, can we find out what Nordid is so quick? So quick. Yeah, oh, I, I've got it. I've got it for you. On Urban Dictionary, Nordid, a word used by fans of the Kingdom Hearts video game series... To describe a character who has been possessed by one of the series' main villains, Zephanort. Oh. Okay. I guess we really are experts now. Yeah. Luke, thank you so much for coming and ruining our <laughs> lives by telling us about Kingdom Hearts 2. Thank you for letting me talk about Kingdom Hearts for uh, what seems like just five Let's minutes. Let's find out. That was 45 minutes. Yeah. 45 Holy minutes. With moly. I cut out stuff from this game. Thank you. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, do, you want, do we want to pick next week's topic? Didn't we pick one at the end of the Claire's one? We did, one? good. Yeah. It was Glover. We'll talk about Glover next week, mm, and it'll yeah. be great. We'll put our hands inside of Glover. Uh, we're experts now. That's me reading it as someone who's tired of Kingdom be, Hearts. We will not be doing a part three about like the uh, the, the apocryphal game. No, nah, we're done with Kingdom Hearts. We are Kingdom yeah, Hearts. I think that's all we needed to do. I'm we so have been ex- I'm so excited for the third game. <laughs> all right, bye, guys. <sighs> bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Hello, listener. Do you like a scare, a jump, a fright? How about Maine? How do you feel about Maine? If any of those words made your heart skip a beat, then I've got a podcast for you. King Me is a monthly Stephen King podcast where I, Tom Lockney, and a guest watch through a theatrical adaption of a work by everyone's favorite Northeastern author and talk about it with a little help from the source material. So, if you're feeling particularly brave, join me on my descent into terror on the Major Casts Network or wherever you find podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.